Hello and welcome to Love Signals. My name is Michaela McDonald and I will be your host as we continue this journey of exploring all the ways that love is sending messages and signals to us and through us. All right, all right, everybody, welcome back. So today I want to talk about birthdays. <laughs> and why is that? Why does she want to talk about birthdays? Well, this episode is set to air tomorrow, which is my 31st birthday. And birthdays are a special uh, part of this podcast and part of Love Signals because Love Signals uh, is so tied to my year-long daily love letter to myself project, which started on my um, birthday in 2020 and ended on my birthday in 2021. And so I figure today would be a great day to muse about birthdays for a bit. I think that the day we were born is so cool. Um, we go from, you know, being in the womb, being, you know, in our mother's womb to then being out, out in the world. And, you know, we get to meet our moms and we get to meet our other family members potentially, right? Like that's such a beautiful moment. And I really want to give a big shout out to my mom she had a long labor. <laughs> she really hung in there. Basically, I think she went into labor on a Thursday night. Like she was ready for bed, winding down. It might've been 9 PM or something. And I didn't, I didn't come out <laughs> until Saturday at 3:26 in the morning, June 15th, 1991. And so that's a long labor, you guys. I mean, you know, and she tried for a long time with it, you know, just, I was, we were doing water birth at home and that went on and on for hours and hours. And then I just wasn't, um, I wasn't descending. I wasn't coming on down out into the world. And so they had to go to the hospital and do an emergency cesarean, uh, procedure. And thankfully it all went smoothly and I'm here today and she's here today and all is well. Um, but wow, you know, the effort it takes for each of us to come into being, for each of us to exist, um, is something that I really want to take a moment to acknowledge. And, you know, to make it about love signals, that does really feel like a deep message of love. You know, love really can be seen in all of those steps that it takes for us to come into being. And so I'm really grateful to you, mom, and to my dad, who has passed away. But I am grateful to both of you for bringing me into the world. Thank you. Um, and so birthdays, you know, maybe because my birthday is basically at the halfway point of the year, of the calendar year, I've often treated it as a time to reflect and kind of assess and, uh, almost like my own new year halfway through the year of, okay, how are we doing? Is there anything we want to fine tune? Any, any new objectives, any mm, things I want to really connect with that are important and to prioritize. And, um, and if that's something you already do, that's so cool to me. I'd love to hear from anybody who basically uses their birthday as like a, a new year, quote unquote. Um, because I think that that's such an interesting practice and, and I just, I'd love to hear what, what that's like for you all. And if that's a new concept to you, 
um, I'm happy to introduce you to it. And, you know, I think basically the main things I like to think about with it are looking back at the year that has passed, you know, so for me, tomorrow I'll be doing this, I'll be reflecting on, okay, the year of being 30, from when I turned 30 to then now, you know, tomorrow when I have turned 31, what happened? What did I learn? What, what lessons can I glean from that whole time, from that experience? And then I'll take some time to really express gratitude, practice gratitude. And then I will shift my focus to the future. Okay, wow. This next year of being 31, June of 2022 to June of 2023, what, what do I feel pretty confident is going to happen in that time period? What would I like to consciously create in that time? Is there any, any intention, any um, qualities? And so I've, I've often done this basic, you know, reflect and then project. <laughs> and I love that combination. And I don't even think that, you know, it needs to be perfect or, or super detailed or that, you know, whatever you hope for in the coming year needs to come, come to fruition. I think that's even part something that I found that can be beautiful where, you know, we may have one intention for the coming year and then we might be surprised by where the year takes us. And I think as long as I'm staying in touch with my heart along the way, I'll always be guided to the things that serve me best, you know. And I'm not going to read an excerpt from this book today because I want to spend a little more time with it before I share any pieces with you all. But I just wanted to mention this title of this book. So one of Matt Kahn, who we've talked about on the podcast before, I've, I've talked about his book, Whatever Arises, Love That, which I really feel was like one of the core source materials that inspired Love Signals. And then his other book that I want to introduce you all to today is called Everything is Here to Help You. And it's such a loving book, as all of his are. And it really explores how when we, when we really let ourselves open up to this idea that everything is here to help us, we're able to really grow in profound ways from every experience we have. And I think one of the coolest things to me about that idea is that it helps to soften uh, and soothe the resistance that can pop up when something's happening that we don't like. And or when things have happened that we don't like. So rather than seeing our whole lives as, ah, oh, that shouldn't have happened, that shouldn't have happened, that was wrong, that was bad, whatever, we can look at it all and see like, what if that was there to help me? And, and so I always like to pose it as a question because then I feel like my, my brain will start to look for answers, you know, like how, how is this helping me? You know, how did all those experiences help me? that feels like such a powerful and empowering question to ask. And so I just wanted to introduce you all to that idea and we'll, we'll loop back to it in the future, but I wanted to share that today. The other thing I wanted to share is that just, I think it was yesterday, I got a really clear insight that for the entire year that I am 31 years old, I am going to do a small 
super, super nonchalant <laughs> a daily gratitude practice, journaling gratitude. So the, the basis I've given myself, like the rules I've given myself are every single day, I will journal at least one line of one thing that I'm grateful for. And it will have to start with, you know, I'm grateful for, or I love and appreciate something like that. If I want to expand that out to be a list of many things I'm grateful for, great. If I want to expand it out as um, various aspects of the one thing that I've named that I'm grateful for, that's also great. As long as I'm always just acknowledging one thing. And I'm going to also do my best to take a moment to feel that gratitude. Because I think sometimes we can list off gratitude and it's like it doesn't sink in. We don't feel it in our body or in our heart. And so I'm going to do my best to just really, ah, feel it because that's where the magic is. And I'm really curious to see how this goes. Similar to the year long daily love letter project I did from my 29th birthday to my 30th, this, this project, I'm approaching it from this very curious, almost like a scientist, uh, perspective of like, Ooh, let's see what happens if we really commit and spend time connecting with this every single day. Let's just see what happens. And I have read so many articles about the power of gratitude. I've literally written up synopsis of those articles and, and those studies. And um, I've thought a lot about gratitude and I've heard many different ways to consciously cultivate gratitude in our lives. And I've heard of the many benefits that practicing gratitude can bring. And I'm, I'm really curious to, to just see, see what I discover. And, um, so I'll keep you all posted. It feels exciting to be, to be choosing another year long project for myself. So that's another fun update. The other piece I want to share before we dive into, uh, some really fun birthday love letters that I want you all to hear. Um, I wanted to name that when I, uh, I've wanted to have this podcast for so long, but when I was really getting ready, gearing up to do it, there was a part of me at multiple points that thought maybe I should wait until my 31st birthday, you know, because I'm so fond of dates and birthdays and all of that. And I really sat with it and I really considered it. And I realized, no, I don't want to wait. I want to start now. I want to start as soon as possible. I want to get, I want to just get going. And this podcast started back, you know, in at the very end of April, I believe. And this will be our eighth episode uh, that comes out on my birthday. And it's wild to think that tomorrow could be episode number one instead of number eight. And I feel so grateful that I started when I started. And it reminds me of something Marie Forleo, who's a wonderful coach. She has an awesome YouTube channel. If you all want to look her up, Marie Forleo or Marie TV, M-A-R-I-E TV. <laughs> uh, but she talks about this idea of start before you're ready. Start before you're ready. Stop waiting to be ready and start because you learn as you go. You learn as you go. And I, I've really carried that idea with me throughout this podcast. And my partner, Dylan, has really supported me in that. And it's so empowering. And I feel so grateful to just be getting in here and doing it 
and seeing what I learn. And I've, I've already been so delighted and surprised with the things that I've learned from recording the past seven episodes. I've realized how much I like teaching. I feel like I tend to kind of be teaching a lot, especially in these more monologue form podcasts. That makes sense to me. Um, I like how much I want to introduce you all to different authors. Um, I like how it's felt really natural to share, to share these love letters and to share ideas for how to engage with this in your own world. And it's been a beautiful process and I feel such a fullness in my heart going into this next next trip around the sun, right? It's my birthday, so it's the sun's, I don't, I don't know, maybe the sun's where it was 31 years ago. I, I don't know if that's exactly how that works, but um, I feel really glad that I started before I was ready because I think I might have felt more ready if I had waited until today. But really... I think I would have just gotten in my head more with it and not just taken the leap. And it feels important to acknowledge, and, and really this is gratitude I'm, I'm expressing here. I'm grateful. I'm grateful that I started when I did. And I'm grateful to be here now with this whole journey. So thank you all for being here. Thank you for listening. And, you know, if, if that resonates for you, if this idea of start starting before you're ready or not holding off till everything's perfect feels like something you need to hear, then, then let yourself hear it right now. You can start. You can start. You can, even if it's incremental, just taking that, that next step. So I really want to encourage you all, whatever that might look like. And that reminds me of another piece I want to highlight here. I think there's something profound about the combination of starting before you're ready and incremental steps. I love the incremental. I value the incremental. I think it's so profound. I think maybe this is partly because I can struggle um, with inertia, which is like that feeling of like it's hard to get going. Um, so it's like, I'll just, if I'm doing one thing, it can be hard to transition to another thing. Or if I'm not doing anything, it's hard to transition into doing something. And so I find that, and maybe that resonates for you, or maybe Maybe not, and maybe the next thing I say will resonate, even though the first part doesn't. Um, but I find that taking little small steps, you know, these like little daily steps, or even if it's weekly, but just something that's like incremental and really valuing that and being like, yep, I did a little something. I did a little something. And doing, I really action-based, you know, something tangible that's been done versus just, oh, I researched it more. And then I thought about it more. It's like, no, no, do something. <laughs> that has been so profound for me. And so I think that's part of the magic of the original daily love letter year-long project. And I think it's part of the magic I see in in what I've decided to do for the next year of a, a gratitude practice each day. It's incremental. It's, it's, um, it's non-threatening, right? It's like, I could do that. I can always write down something I'm grateful for. There's always something I'm grateful for, you know, every day. It takes two, two seconds to open my journal, write it down. That's all I'm asking. But I know that the momentum of that, of doing that every day, is going to create something that I probably can't even fully imagine at this moment. And so rather than doing a bunch of research to get ready to do the perfect gratitude practice and practice gratitude in the most neuroscientifically perfect way, I'm just going to get in there and do something and engage with it 
and see what I learn along the way. And that feels so right to me. So I'm glad I got to say all that. Let's, let's spend some time with some love letters. So, okay. So these are kind of tender and vulnerable. And I mean, all of the love letters I share with you all are, but I feel like these might be especially that way just because it's the very first one I ever wrote, at least in the year long, um, process. Cause I wrote, I randomly, I, and I think I've shared this before every once in a while, I seem to get this idea of, Oh, let me just write like a love letter, like to myself as if it's from somebody else, but it's still love to me. I did that a few times in the years prior to really committing to this year long daily love letter project. And so the two love letters I want to read you all today are the very first one from my birthday in 2020 and then for my birthday in 2021. And I just feel like, how juicy is that? How fun is that? Let's, let's share them. Let's get into it. Okay, here we go. June 15th, 2020. Oh, and I will tell you all, just to give you some context. Uh, I wrote this one when I was living in Boulder, Colorado, and I had a really awesome day this day. Um, I think I took myself, I, I like rented a car share and didn't have a car at the time and, uh, drove, I was going to drive really far into the mountains, but I ended up driving to a closer, um, mountain golden state Canyon park or something. And it felt so good that I really trusted my intuition with that. That was a whole big yummy moment. And then I went on this awesome hike and there were so many butterflies and it was such a steep hike and it was so satisfying. Uh, and the breeze was amazing. The whole thing was just so amazing. And then I climbed back down and drove back into town and bought a bunch of yummy groceries and made myself a really yummy lunch. And I think I got to spend some time with my dear friend, Brooke, that day. That feels right. And then it was that evening, right around sunset, I biked to North Boulder Park, which is a really beautiful park that has a great view of the Flatiron Mountains. And the sun was setting and people were just running around playing in the park. And I decided, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm going to write the first, the first one of this year of love letters. So here it is. Dear Michaela, 29 years ago was your very first day on earth as your whole own individual being. I can feel even now how much true joy accompanied your arrival. The very air filled with a sweet softness and sparkle. Your dad was there, your mom was there, and your grandma was quick to join. The deep and sincere celebration of your arrival is a golden thread, a golden shimmering vein in the tapestry of your life. You were welcomed with love, and you met that love and continue to meet that love with wave after wave of your pure love. Your willingness to love and be here is so beautiful. I can see how you touch people and how much love you awaken in others. Today you are embarking on a journey of deepening and expanding and exploring love. I know in my heart this voyage will be deep and fruitful. Unconditional overflowing love is not just your birthright. Gotta turn the page. Unconditional overflowing love is your essence. It's here. 
it's ready to pour forth and dance in your eyes and pulse through your veins and light up every cell. This spark, this golden thread, this core truth, this coming home. Someone once said that we are born and forget and spend our whole lives remembering. There is joy in remembering. You know that, I know you do. So journey forth into this next solar cycle, this next chapter. You have everything you need. Your heart is ready for this. Mm, that's, a, that's, that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I made such a true commitment to myself and to remembering this part of myself. And I think that's one of the things that is so touching to me about love signals and about this process is that I think we can forget our nature of being loving, curious beings. And I really see how much pain can come from forgetting that. Even in my own life, even in my recent life, I think there's, I can see how the times when I forget that I am loved and when I forget that I do have so much love in my heart that wants to come out and wants to shine on the people I care about, I can feel really lost and I can feel a lot of pain in that space. If forgetting and feeling like you've lost your way is painful, then remembering, finding your way is really, truly soothing. <laughs> and I think that's part of the gift of this, this year that I spent with all those love letters. It's like I was training myself to remember training myself to notice all the signals of love so that even if maybe I forgot it for myself, I could see other things reaching out and reminding me. The birds singing in the morning, whatever it might be. Okay, so fast forward to June 15th of 2021, a year later. And to give you context for this one, I was in Florida which was my first time there. It was quite a trip, a birthday trip with a dear friend. And we spent the day at this amazing spa that was in the jungle. It's like a retreat center in the jungle. <laughs> it was drizzling a little at certain points. There was cold plunge pools that were like super pure water. There were infrared saunas. There were walking paths that had all this, this beautiful brilliantly red petals that had fallen on the path. There was delicious food and massage. Did I already say that? <laughs> Probably. And cranial sacral, which is a whole other type of body work. And it was a beautiful day. I really felt a lot of love in myself, for myself, and for life. And here's what I wrote. Good afternoon, Michaela. I love you so very much. You are such a wonder to know and love. You bring me so much joy and delight. We get to be curious and delighted together. 
What a glorious thing that is. I trust you. I love you. I cherish you. We have created something so beautiful together. And I drew a little rainbow around together. <laughs> I wonder what we'll create next from this fertile space, place, and time. So much is possible. Life really is beautiful. I appreciate all that I have chosen. I appreciate my whole self. So, a year later. <laughs> short and sweet. I have short-ish. You know, reading that and feeling all of that, it feels like it was a real celebration, you know, to hit a year. I, I think there was even maybe some sadness of it all it being done, you know, the, the year-long project being done. And there was also some solace in landing on the note of being curious, staying in that curious place of, okay, what's next? I'm listening. I'm, I'm open-eyed and open-eared to the signals of love and where, where I shall go next on this journey. And it's beautiful. It's beautiful to me. So I believe that's it. I think we did it. I'm wishing you all a wonderful day whenever you listen to this. And I hope that you feel love finding you in surprising ways, whether it's a butterfly dancing across your path or a chirping bird or a smiling kid or whatever it might be, or, you know, the, the squeeze of your hand from a friend or someone you love. And I really look forward to this year of gratitude and to continuing creating these podcast episodes. I appreciate your presence here and, and your time with me. Thank you. It's such a treat knowing that you're out there, even though I don't know the fullness of who you might be. <laughs> um, but I, I appreciate you. Thank you for joining me. I'll leave us with the beautiful phrase from Abraham Hicks. There's so much love here for you. I really feel that that's true. And I hope that you all continue to notice all the ways that love is finding you more and more. Okay, take care. <laughs>